I'm Zach, and I'm still smoking weed like it's going out of style. I'm Ben, and I'm out of style. I'm Nathan, and I have jet lag. Holy shit, I uh, fucking bet you do. Welcome to uh, the show, Nathan. And it's nice to be on. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for um, being at the meetup. Thank you, guys. It was uh, it was a fun trip. Yeah, it was an interesting region to do a little trip for because um, it's a weird region, kind of like Northern California is like a, I don't know. I don't think it's under visited, but it's not very popular. It's not like the East Coast. I mean, I'm bummed I couldn't join you guys. Um, you know, circumstances happen, but I'm really glad, you know, everybody was there and uh, y'all pulled it off. So in terms of a coaster region, I definitely agree. It seems undervalued and under um, invested, I guess. Yeah. Especially considering the population size of the whole area. I definitely appreciated that the people at the parks were just courteous. You know, people here on the East Coast, we can be assholes sometimes. You know, there was a little casual line jumping, but nothing too egregious. But nobody bumped into you. And if they did, they said, excuse me. Just a little things like that that kind of matter sometimes. Yeah, the only annoyance I had with a guest was with this granola mom, this like typical Bay Area like rich white granola mom whose kids are probably named like flower or like, I don't know, Harper Indica with four Y's and six N's. Yeah. Sunshine. Battery. We were (laughs) like Lance and I were in line for Joker for like the last row or the last car. And, uh, there was a mom and two kids and they were standing there first and then they go just, they like move to the front. And then, so then Lance and I go into that row and then like 30 seconds come by and they come back to the row and she's like, Oh, um, excuse me. Can my kids go there? Um, they were there first. And she's like, whatever, just go. Well, I mean, the occasion the uh, Karen mom is going to be a little better than I guess the the like complete lack of awareness in like I don't know uh, Nathan was mentioning the East Coast I'm thinking like Orlando there's a super lack of awareness so well I remember I just I've been a great adventurer and, and I've had entire groups of people. Would, in front of us in line and they just give this look like I dare you to say something. If you have a problem with it, it's your problem. Interesting. I mean, I guess I can't remember the East Coast that specifically, but it also kind of sounds like not too different from like going to Great America here. In Chicago, yeah, especially on like a 
eighth grade graduation day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone everyone in the north or north northern California is pretty pretty chill. There was um Yeah, I can't think of any weird guest interactions. I mean, there was an Ed Sharon concert um at Grid well not at Grid at the Staples Center or whatever it is. That was uh pretty funny to see, but at least it wasn't the Eras tour. Bunch of Swifties. That would have been a nightmare for y'all, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I didn't really notice any of the cheering crowd in the park before we the show. I actually pulled up to the stadium. I parked right by the stadium, and I can hear his sound check, which is pretty neat. Oh, my God. Did he play Shape of You? Put a gun to my head. I could probably name two of Ed Sheeran songs. I don't even think I can name one. Uh, thinking out loud, Castle on the Hill. There's three. That's probably about as far as my memory can go. I know he had that one that he talked about sleeping with Ellie Golding, and then she was cheating on him. <laughs> I can't play that one. <laughs> Ed Sheeran looks like the ginger from Harry Potter, right? Oh, yeah. There was the song of his where the music video where Rupert played him. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, Rupert Grint's awesome. After Harry Potter, he bought an ice cream truck just because. And he drove it around just because. Does he sell ice cream? Yeah. Hmm. Or I think maybe he gives it away for free. He never really got too much other work from being in Harry Potter, did he? Because Emma Watson, you know, she just, she's on a ton, and obviously Bradcliffe's on a ton. We've really seen him in much, have we? Well, that's the thing, I think, is like, I don't think he wanted it. I think he yeah, made he all did. his money and he was like, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, if you go broke after being in Harry Potter, you really fucked up. Seriously. <laughs> like Universal Studios be still inviting you out for the opening of a new attraction and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of Universal, does uh, what the hell's her name? J.K. Rowling does she go to the parks when they open? When they open shit? From my understanding, she's very, very, very controlling when they're developing the attractions, which is why pretty much all of them are like an exact replica of the one at Orlando. Yeah. So I don't think she actually just goes. I think she's a little preoccupied with like making sure that she spews off some like 
very intolerant bullshit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yo, f- fuck J.K. Rowling's take on uh, pretty much everything. <laughs> it's always the ones you least suspect. Like Alice Cooper just went on some rant about that. Like you are literally a drag queen on stage, <laughs> a very heavy metal drag queen, but. You of all people should understand that people have body uh, issues. Yeah, the way I like to phrase it is that people's government identities don't match up with their personal identities sometimes. And that's okay. I'm only concerned with what they want to be identified as. Has, uh, no, does, does Aerosmith have a take on... Uh gender ide- like ideology I think they're a little concerned about uh, age of consent prior to that <laughs> dude looks like a lady <laughs> oh you're right <laughs> damn no I think winger was more gender identity or uh, age of consent she's only 17 Or oh, kiss yeah. Christine sixteen. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, stuff from that era has not aged well. Like you go back and watch these Fucking... movies from the early eighties, and it's like this is not funny. This is sexual harassment. Like, why do we ever think this was funny? Seriously, yo, the Beatles. I saw her standing there. It was just seventeen, if you know what I mean. Wait, what do you mean? anyway (laughs) since we're done canceling rock stars uh, two trains collided on the Holland Blitz coaster at Oktoberfest in Munich I have to look that one up Holland Blitz operators must have spent a little too much time at the uh, beer hall I mean, they're like, that sounds legit. Ben, you've been to uh, Oktoberfest before. This was an indoor spinning coaster from uh, oh, sh- reading here. Okay, yeah, I've been on that. It's a weird ride. The train is super long. So, is it I mean, I could easily see, I know like some of that stuff is traveling showman or whatever. So like I could easily see the like the maintenance like fucked up and didn't take it out of maintenance mode or something. Yeah, then, I mean <clears throat> Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, from it seems like all those carnival rides are just are just maintenance mode. Like there's And no, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. I still have that video saved of the top spin in Brazil that did 107 flips. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it's like, there's no way it was programmed to that. No. Nah. Somebody was sitting there fucking with the controller, having a good time. I wonder what that would have been like to ride. Nauseating? <laughs> 
dizzy. I just don't get how they have all of those crazy rides at these Oktoberfest fairs with all of this booze and nobody ever gets sick. Yeah, I didn't see any puke when I was there. Um, there's something, although there is something about the, uh, maybe it's just kind of the energy and the atmosphere or whatever um, that prevents it. Cause like I rode a bunch of rides after drinking 12 liters of beer and I didn't have any issues. I did ride. I didn't, I guess like the other thing too, is like a lot of those German fair rides are, there's not a lot of rides that are like really spinning pukes, like ride a tilt the world that'll fuck you up or like a sizzler. But those huge rides are generally a lot more, uh, less nauseating. Yo, I'm also going to go ahead and say, like, I think a couple things. Like, if you're exposed to that as a kid, especially like the drinking, you probably learn your limits pretty early when it's not like, oh, I turned 21. Let me drink everything. Yeah. Well, not to mention that they only serve... You know, it's like your you only your only option is like one type of beer. Um, it's not like mixing skull vodka and Gatorade in a parking lot and then going to ride like a I don't know. Excuse me, that's called a Borg. And it's classy. <laughs> oh, that's what the Borg is. <laughs> <laughs> this was supposed to be hot Borg. I didn't do an empty. This was supposed to be hot Borg summer, and I didn't get to have one. Empty out of my Go ahead. Oh, is that all it is? It's just Gatorade and vodka. Um. So the recipe, as I understand it, as initially uh, described, a gallon jug a bottle of ka and then filled the rest of the way up with water and then one stick of liquid IV regular and then one stick of liquid IV energy okay and you mix all that together and sip on it but the positive thing for Borg is that everybody can have their own and it doesn't even have to contain alcohol. Also, you can tell if your drink has been spiked. How do you tell if your drink is spiked? Well, it's not so much about being able to tell. I'm sorry, I misphrased that. Uh, it's more about everybody having their own labeled drink. Because part of it is oh. drawing on the thing. Yeah, so, you know, you're holding on to your own The last drink. thing you want to have happen to you when you're doing a blackout rage gallon is blacking out. Well, I think if the goal is blacking out, that's fine. But I think it's probably rare that the goal is blacking out and then having some asshole abuse you. <laughs> we'll blackout on our terms. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the purpose. I could dig that. Blackout on one's own terms, not on somebody else's terms. And 100%. So, honestly, the Borgs are making it so that, like, people who don't want to drink so much alcohol or none at all 
don't feel pressured to because they still are able to hold a drink. Like, honestly, it dawned on me. Uh, somebody pointed that out about liquid death. It's like, oh, sober people can drink it. And it, like, makes them feel normalized in drinking situations. I'll drink it. And then I, I drink it at work and people will give me weird looks like, are you drinking Miller Lite? <laughs> Yeah, no, that totally makes a lot of sense. And like, I respect sobriety a hundred percent. And so if it helps people with sobriety, then that's a good thing. It's weird that people still are unaware that like liquid death is just a water. Well, a I discovered it playing golf one day. It was about a hundred degrees outside. And they offered me a can. I said, well, what's, why is the can? And they said, it's to draw attention to you know, how much pollution bottled water causes. I was like, oh, I can, I can stand behind that. And, you know, I go and every time I go to the grocery store now, I buy a 12 pack of liquid death. Right on. So the first time I saw that was probably, it was for whatever, two, I think it was two summers ago. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was an energy drink. So I buy one and then I go camping for a night, drink a shit, like drink a shit ton, like wake up, didn't have any coffee. And I was like, oh, thank God I have that energy drink because we got to like drive all the way back and hike and shit. And then I like open it and take a sip and I'm like, oh, this is fucking water. <laughs> it was like the worst time to not have an energy drink too, you know, but it's it's fine. It, I like that it's super carbonated. It's like a hyper carbonated. I just buy this the plain still the, water, which is really quite good. Oh, they've got a still water. Oh, yeah, they make a, yeah, that's the white the can. white can of still water. They make a carbonated, and they make a it's called severed lime. Oh, interesting. Okay. I can definitely see that it's like the monster of waters, though. Yeah. I mean, I just like... Remember, um... I remember in, like, high school, too, like, the era of buying stupid shit from the gas station. Um... Like, horny goat weed? <laughs> Yeah, those was the way there's that dick pill, the the gas station boner pill. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was always funny just because of the name. I never even tried it. It was just hilarious because the picture had a fucking how do I phrase this? Exhausted goat on it. <laughs> you buy oh, yeah. that and the gas yeah. station condom and you're having the night of your life. <laughs> Shit, had a real monster in there. You're in for a Florida man night. <laughs> Actually, um, Craig was telling me this story. So one of his friends throws this big Halloween party in their house, and it's usually like 75, 80 people. And his friend, they were cleaning the next day, 
and they found the pa- an empty package of a gas station boner pill in the trash can of her like home office, which oh was closed and not kind of off limits from the party. And then find out a guy got fisted. Oh God. <laughs> at the party. On my papers. <laughs> right over the inkjet. Burn it all. Burn it all to the ground. <laughs> I've we never tried one of those. Let's take a bunch of those and go ride roller coasters one day. No. <laughs> Let's not do that. And I'll tell you why. Those things mess with your heart. So if you're riding roller coasters, bad combination. I know you're not supposed to mix them with poppers. Yeah, because it's like an upper and a downer. And you won't know if you're coming or going. But I'm back. Y'all, uh, Primordial opened at Lagoon. That only took them five I was years. in Salt Lake City last <laughs> night, and I was like, you know what? I can just ride over there, get the credits, and leave. But it was 1130 at night, so it was a boot point. Yeah, I don't think the Mormons participate that late at night. That's a that's actually a really fun park though. Um it's kind of got that Knobles Adventureland vibe of just like an independent park. So everything's super clean, staff's friendly. I would really want to go there. Yeah, it does look like a pretty neat park. And I think the Salt Lake City area is becoming more and more progressive and it's becoming like Las Vegas did 10, 15 years ago. It's going to have a big influx, I think. Yeah, I think it already is. It's been growing at the same rate as Denver for the last 10 years. Although it's not just non-Mormons moving there, though. There's actually quite a bit of Mormons that are moving there from elsewhere, too. Because um, it's like the only economic prosperous city that you can live and thrive as a Mormon. So it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. The local government though, is reaching a tipping point to where more and more non-Mormon, I guess like representatives are part of the government. So it's going to eventually tip over at some point. So my guilty pleasure reality show is sister wives and, the polygamy there is very, it was decriminalized, but it's still very highly frowned upon because of all of the ills associated with polygamy, like the welfare fraud and the basal and child abuse and a lot of the sexual abuse. But Yeah, I watched that Shiny People documentary on Netflix. That was, although I don't know if that was technically, it's, I don't think, that's not technically Mormon. That's like a, it's basically the same thing, though. It's like parallel to it. They were more Southern Baptist. Just, the, 
Latter-day Saints are, eh, they're sort of the same, but they're not. Was that IBPL? It's a, I think IBP, IBPL is like of the, what is it? It's basically like teaching your daughters to be subservient, subservient to men. And like, God is the ultimate authority, then the husband, then the wife, then the kids. So that's fun. Yikes. I have been watching a POV of Primordial this whole time. And, uh, spoiler alert. Just so we're clear here. It coaster was shooting dark ride parts. Primord. So it's basically the one at Canada's Wonderland. No, it's better than that. It's got like a tri- it's got several triotech 3D sections. Oh, okay. There's spoiler alert. There's a drop track. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah that's the so does the Canada's Wonderland one. Oh, okay. Then I guess so. Okay, so yeah, it's basically the Canada's Wonderland one with a better coaster section. They acted yeah. like when they were building this all they acted like it was going to be like the second coming of Christ in coaster form though. And it's really just like a dark ride. Yeah, it's I mean, the coaster section looks okay. There's some decent theming, but you're over a fucking parking lot, so Yeah. Hey, at least there's a new coaster at Lagoon, I guess. Yeah, something different. Although I feel like they probably spent way too much money on this. For what it is. And that's what always confuses me about Lagoon is that they like do their internal engineering. Like as if they're fucking Disney. Yeah. And it's like, maybe don't just hire a contractor that's already been building these rides instead of doing it all yourself and then subcontracting people. I mean, it seems to have worked for them pretty well, though. It just takes longer than the standard bid and get, uh, I know, I'll have contractors bid on an offer and then build it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Wicked Wicked and Cannibal are really good. Although, Wicked's restraints are awful. It's, uh, it has, there's a metal shin bar. So, like, when you pull down the lap bar, the bar hits your fin before the lap bar hits your lap. And there's ejector airtime all over the ride, so. Kind of sucks. We should start a petition to get all 
shitty lap bars retrofit with the, oh. the shoulder lap bars. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, this is a lot like the one at um yeah, because when a Canada's Wonderland, you basically go into the building or you go into the dra- or the mountain and then you're inside of like a 3D, you know, 360 movie screen and it shoots a bunch of fog at you and then the drop track hits. Okay, so yeah, pretty similar then. <laughs> I think maybe best case this is a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something else then. Fucking lightning rod is going to have its launch replaced by a quote unquote high speed lift. That is 13 miles an hour. Which doesn't That's about seem the that same as Millennium Force, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I had to like I had to remember the days of playing roller coaster tycoon. You know how you could like change it from four miles per hour to like seven or eight on the B and M. Yep. So I was like doing the math. I don't think any of the GP it. will notice. I know there's going to be a big brouhaha in the enthusiast community, but you know what? You need a reliable ride. This will make it a reliable ride, or should. It probably shouldn't have been launched in the first place. Yeah, especially on a wooden structure. But hey, far be it for me to criticize. I wonder if they're going to modify the bunny hill off of the, like the first drop bunny hill because. From what I remember, they're the two bunny hills after the launch are pretty much the same height, and so they could make a more thrilling kind of double down if they modified it. But I wonder if they're going to touch that. I think they said everything's going to stay the same, including the top speed. Okay, well, I, I wonder, hold on, if I can find a POV, because I want to say, or I saw someone say that the current launch speed slows down to 13 miles per hour when it goes over the top. So I wonder if that's the case. Excuse me. I don't know. I'm bummed I couldn't ride it as a launched coaster. Yeah, it never it, but it did not open the day we went to Dollywood. Yeah, and it didn't open many days at Dollywood from my understanding. <laughs> but the the hope is that, you know, like you were saying, Nathan, uh, it'll be operational more frequently. It's too so, bad the old version couldn't stand because the old like lightning rod as it opened was 
it was like comically fast. It almost went too fast. Well, I made the joke on Twitter, uh, you know, don't theme a launched coaster to cars. Because the deal is, I mean, now at this point, what, this year alone, we've got Top Thrill Dragster becoming Top Thrill 2 and Lightning Rod becoming Lightning Rod 3.0, 3.2. Yeah. And uh, Accelerator is just Accelerator. Sitting there, still not opening, I think. West Coast Racers, your days are coming. Well, that one, remember, took a year to open. You theme. I also, go I ahead. Also wonder, I also wonder how long it's going to take them to have Premier come back to the park and reprogram it so they can only run one train. I don't think that's going to happen. What I think they'll do is they'll just run two trains on it. And it'll just be very slow. Yeah. But thank God they at least they they built that into it. Yeah, right. Like, it didn't improve the um, efficiency of... Twisted Colossus, but at least they made it so that it improves the efficiency at West Coast Racers. I wonder who made that design design decision, if that was the manufacturer, if that was Six Flags. Probably Six Flags. Yeah, we were driving back from the boardwalk the other night and we see a sign for 101 South Los Angeles. And I'm just like, you know what? If we had the time, fuck it. Let's just go down to Magic Mountain tomorrow. Yeah, it's only a five-hour drive. Pretty nice drive, too. But yeah, no, I... uh I don't know what the fuck. I'm hoping that Dollywood is able to work out all the issues with Lightning Rod by changing it. Now, uh, Lake Compounds says Gravity Group is going to retrack Wildcat next year with a new pre-cut track system. What other rides have this has this been done on? I think it's it's brand new. Oh, so they get to be the guinea pigs. Yeah, and from what I understand, that's not really uh, a fantastic ride, so not much to lose, right? Yeah, GCI uh did the retrack last time and apparently that got awful. 
like people say it's unrock or uh, it's like unrideable now. Which is surprising because GCIs are usually awesome, but I guess if they're poorly maintained, then they're inevitably going to be shit. Yeah. Unfortunate, but hopefully Gravity Group's new system can uh, fucking do the trick. Apparently it is known as the roughest coaster in the country. Holy shit. You know what? And then that's going to have me circle right back around to the meetup. I'm really curious about Grizzly. At Great America? Yes. Um, it's boring. And it's... Uh, it's not rough, it's just rattly. So like it's it it just doesn't do anything. Um but we were we were kind of reading into it when we were in line and uh so that was built by Kings Island Engineering or Kings Island Coaster Company or something. So it was a Taft construction which makes a lot of sense. Okay. I was a little more taken aback by Gold Striker. The second half of that thing was rough. Yeah, yeah, that definitely got way worse than the last time I wrote it. To where that was uncharacteristic uncharacteristically rough GCI. To where you can actually see like you know the ride is rough when you can see the people in the train getting like shaken. You know, like when you oh, see a rough coat, like you just, you can just watch the train go around. You can see like people's heads, like bouncing and, you know, shaking side to side. So I don't know what the hell happened on that one. I can probably, my guess as a completely outsider is that it hasn't gotten retracted in those days at all. I mean, it's probably it probably hasn't ever been retracked. And that's what I'm thinking. Those wheels are just beating up that track season after season. It's wood, you know what I mean? Well, I think also since they've announced that they're going to close eventually, they just probably just not a priority to them anymore. Yeah, that's probably true. Fuck, sad. Yeah, which sucks because that was a good ride when it opened. Yeah, this this trip though did I, I guess between this trip and the Florida trip I did this summer definitely reminded me how awful my memory is of of remembering roller coasters or at least like riding a roller coaster or I guess having an expectation of a roller coaster, riding it, waiting for a couple of years and then going back to it where like things are better than I remember. And then a lot of things are worse than I remember. And I don't know if it's just cause it's like my memory or that rides actually got, or, you know, they actually changed, but there was a few times that happened. Um, Gold striker being one of them. 
And like Patriot was better than I remember. Patriot really wasn't rough at all. Surprisingly, I was, you know, like I remember being kind of more like Ruguru where it wasn't rough, but it definitely had like that old B&M stand up jank to it still. Um, But that one was good. What about Flight Deck? How was Flight Deck? Flight Deck was fine. Um, No issues with that one. That one's that one's I always thought that one was pretty cool, though. It's kind of like a it's almost like they took the Batman the ride layout and then just stretched it out. It is a deconstructed Batman the Ride clone. With a helix over water. Yeah. Yeah, that part's pretty cool. I was right there because it was it was a throwback to the Paramount days. You could tell a lot of it other than like where they built Gold Striker and Railblazer. A lot of it just hadn't changed since the Paramount years. Which I kind of enjoy. It was a neat little throwback. And the Q line still had all of its theming. Which is fairly elaborate. Did uh, you guys stop and watch the Snoopy show? No. Fair. It looks good. We kept good. it pretty tight because we wanted to head out and beat the edge here in traffic and get down to Santa Cruz. So it was pretty much a credit run both days. Yeah, I think that was probably the better call, though. Um, going to the boardwalk Saturday night. But yeah, we so ba- yeah so basically, um, so we met up with uh, Antonio in the morning. Got Gold Striker, got the Baron Curve, and then we tried. We waited for Railblazer for almost a good hour. Um, actually, a lot of rides went down that day. It was like you. We tried to like ride Patriot. It went down, and we'd go back to Railblazer, and it went down. And then we'd walk somewhere else. It went back up. Come back to it. It went back down. Railblazer was having a bunch of issues with it. Um, it got stuck on the lift one time. And they had to evac it. Um, Demon was down, and then later on that day, a kid got stuck in the restraint on the Railblazer. I mean, it's had to come in and take apart the back paneling of the car and do some rewiring. It looked like. Oh yeah, that's right. And it was kind of funny too, because the kid, they like just let the kid off and he walked away. He was probably stuck in that seat for a good 30, 45 minutes. And I think because it was a kid and his parents weren't there, they didn't give him like an exit pass or anything. Yeah. They're just kind of like, all right, you're free to go. And he was just like, uh, okay. I'm so glad to be out of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> what about Six Flags? How was uh, Discovery Kingdom? Well, also, how was Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk? Uh, the Boardwalk is cool. It's, um, I mean, it was a Saturday, so it's pretty busy. Um, but the the big or giant dipper the line moves really fast even with one train um there's no seat belts or anything you know they being a non-corporate so that was cool know, being a non-corporate park they just heard you in there like cattle yeah that ride looks cool as fuck 
yeah, it's all freshly painted, well-maintained. It's got tracker lights or chaser lights along the whole thing. Um, yeah, that, that's a cool place. And then um, the spinning coaster was a new credit for me. So that was cool. Um, you ever figure out your credit count, Ben? No, but I did actually go. Th- so I started actually. I started um, yesterday, and I think I got my hundredth coaster wrong. Really? Yeah. So. I don't know what it is. I'm still figuring it out, but like it was one of those things where I was going through the list and I was like, Oh shit. Like, I think my hundredth coaster was wrong, which meant that my 200th and 300th and all, you know, they're all off. So that sucks. So I'm going to, I'm going to figure that out though. I think I'm going to finish it soon. I'll, I'll have the official number. Nice. Nice. And that actually brings me around to a point I wanted to raise here on this episode real quick is that uh, we were on a break real quick, but during the time y'all were in the meetup, that was the fourth anniversary of this fucking podcast. Congratulations guys. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, it's a little alarming in a way. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. I know. It's crazy. And thank you, Nathan. Uh, it's really awesome to have the fantastic fucking community that we have been lucky enough to build up because of the shit. So thank you to all of you who have been listening and involved and on the discord and sent us emails and interacted on social media and everything. Thank you all so much. But I digress. Uh, Let me know real quick about uh, Discovery Kingdom. Uh, We got a pretty good day there. Um, So we got into the park, went on um, Superman, whatever the hell it's called. We got that one in first. Then we did Joker. Joker was only like a 15-minute wait. And then we got in line for Flash, and we ended up getting exit passes um, from the employee that was there just for the hell of it, which was cool. Nice. Um, Tried to get on the free spin, but they had the worst capacity. They were sending one train every, like, five minutes, and the line got super long. I guess it was like training day, which was weird. So every ride we tried to ride, they were like training employees. So the operations were kind of shit. Yeah. But the lines at con, they hype checked every single employee in the station, whether they needed it or not. I thought that was kind of bizarre. Yeah, and this is and this is one train operation. So like the train would come in, they would um, unload the train, and then they would come to every row and hype check everybody. Then they would let you into the train. 
So wow. Super slow. Wow. That's fucking painful. Yeah, that SLC got bad. Like that was probably on the lower tier of SLCs. The paint is all chipped. It looks like like it looks like it's been there for like 30 years. It looks really bad. <laughs> um at least the queue line is completely covered. Even though. Medusa so, is looking janky too. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah, Medusa was another one that, um, compared to my memory, was a little lackluster. It, I don't know if it was just running really slow that day, but um, it didn't really have any whip or positive Gs. It was pretty tame. Um, well, I got to ask again, uh, did you see any shows at the park? No. What shows are what? What's the, what shows are there? Well, like famously, part of the park is a marine life park. Uh, we did see some penguins. There you I video, go. I video okay. called my wife and and showed her the stingrays because she's terrified of stingrays. But that was more just to insult her more than anything. Yeah, I guess like we didn't really go to that half of the park. <laughs> Probably should have. Well, you know, I became a shows person after working in shows at a park, so I'm always gonna ask. But it sounds uh, like did, Go ahead. We did ride we did ride the spinning wild mouse. And that's um, uh pretty new too, right? Yeah. So that was a new credit for me. Lance got in his hundredth coaster. The kitty coaster. On a yeah. On there. Awesome. Congratulations to Lance. On Cobra. It was not it was not uh, planned that way. It was supposed to have been we were trying to set it up so it would be the free spin, but the the kitty coaster was just closer by. But yeah, at first, like, though, we were, I think at first he was unsure if he was going to hit 100 on the trip. So he ended up leaving with 101. Nice. So well, congratulations to Lance. Sounds like it was an awesome time. And uh, again, sorry I missed you guys, but I'm really glad y'all had a good time. Sounds like y'all had a blast. Yeah, you would have really loved the, yeah, the A's game. I'm sure I would have loved the entire thing. And I would have been there had uh, circumstances of life not been in the way. But I'm happy that you all had a great time and were able to enjoy yourselves despite my absence. <laughs> And I guess I should also ask, did you guys smoke any uh, of that Northern California fine stuff? No, I didn't hit a dispensary or anything. All right. Well, uh, you were kind of near wine country. Did you at least drink some of the the Napa County wine? I drank a bottle of wine Friday night. 
so before you guys got into town, I went to the Francis Ford Coppola Winery, which is very beautiful in uh, in Napa. If you don't know who Francis Ford Coppola is, he made The Godfather and several other amazing films. But yeah, it was beautiful. Kind of a hot day. It got up into the 90s. It was a little too hot for me to drink wine, but just a beautiful place. Nice. Yeah, I'd love to go see wine country and uh, sample some of it fresh from the source. But I can imagine if it's hot, then wine's not going to be on the forefront of the mind. (laughs) I just love the microclimates out there. You can go from one place. Santa Cruz was in the 60s, and then I drove all the way up to Pacifica, and it was in the 80s, a matter of like 30 miles, and it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, even just driving between the hotel and parks, you'd go through like two or three different little climates. Interesting. That's pretty cool. The weather, uh, weather was good, though, both days. Yeah, and actually, like, both parks are very clean, and they've got good landscaping. Um, they look nice. Everything's freshly painted in nice colors. I don't know if it's that's just due to uh, there not really being a winter there. Um, but com- like comparing that Great America to our Great America, um, it definitely looked a lot nicer. But it is weird. It always was weird, though, being in that park is like, you know, uh, like us growing up at Great America. You know, like the park layout is so kind of like burned in your subconscious that you'll be like turning a corner and you're constantly getting these like weird deja vu sensations where it's like, wait a minute. I, it's like your mind is expecting to see something different, you know? So that's always kind of cool. That's why I want to go there so fucking bad. Like, um, especially, you know, like where Whirligig and Batman is, um, at ours, like, there's no coaster there. There's just this delirium ride in an arcade. But like when you stand there, like everything down to the path, like that's what's weird about it. Like the turns and the path and the curb and some of the flower beds and the light poles are like identical. Um, but there's like a, but it's just got like a different, uh, it's like a different face to it. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah, I gotta get there. I gotta fucking get there at some point. I'm, uh... I am glad it all worked out and y'all were able to have a great time. Go to the parks, hit all the rides. Congratulations to Lance on getting his 100th credit. That's dope. So, uh... I don't know. I know we were keeping it uh, rather brief. We got anything else? That's about pushing midnight here, and I'm. It took me 18 hours to get home. Three flights, so I'm I'm pretty burnt. Oh yeah, where did you connect to? Salt Lake, and then Atlanta. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn. Well, you go get some rest. 
I know, Ben, you're in uh, Exciting Oma. Yeah. God, I had a fucking... So, like, yeah, I, I got to Denver, landed at 11, got home at 12, went to bed around 1, woke up at 7. So, like, I my option was either stay Sunday night, get up at 4 in the morning, and you know, take an early morning flight and connect and connect in Denver and sit in the airport for two hours and then go to Omaha. Um, so I figured it was worth the money to get the, a separate flight and sleep in my own bed. Um, but the craziest shit happened. So like, I I'm trying to get to the airport and Uber was not finding a ride for over 30 minutes. Like, I had Uber and Lyft open, and, like, there were no drivers out. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And then I get to the airport. Like, did you see those pictures I posted? Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. It's hard to describe, like, if you haven't been through their security. Um, Oh, wait, no, you've been been there. But basically, the queue line for TSA went three or four full lengths back and forth they had to divert the line to go outside to the pickup area and go along the whole curbside um but for some reason the whole line only took 17 minutes well i mean at least it didn't take long but holy shit that's crazy it was one of those things where like you know tsa they where they weren't even like doing their job <laughs> they were just like letting people go through <laughs> it was nuts and like shampoo razor blade firework go ahead yeah they were just like do not take anything out of your bag keep your shoes keep everything on just set it down and just go Well, at least it didn't take take you too long. And uh, holy shit, we're back. Right? So we'll be doing our uh, episodes like normal. And for all of our homies uh, on the Patreon, we'll be doing our call soon. We'll get some deets to all y'all. But I think... Nathan, you got anything else? I'm good. And congratulations on four years. Thank you. And thank you for being a part of it, friend. It's uh, very meaningful to have the amazing community we do. And you've been a great member of that community for quite a while. Definitely. I am enjoying these meetups when I can get to them. Yeah, for sure. No, and it's it's always great to have you and on the the Patreon calls and everything. Like I said, you're you're a valued member of our community. Uh yo, Ben, you got anything else, bud? Uh, no, but it's good to do four years. We could have uh it's like getting a bachelor's degree. Right? I, I think at this point, we, 
are eligible to apply for uh, credits. Yeah. If you can prove to us you've listened to every single episode, minute by minute, we'll send you a diploma. <laughs> Your favorite diploma sucks. <laughs> all right. Well, holy shit. This is awesome. Thank you all for being a part of uh, the four years we've had more uh, so far. And uh, I, of course, I'll say it four more years. Four more years. Hell yeah. <laughs> so let's get to it. Um, and I'm looking forward to keeping this shit running. I'm excited to see where we're going uh, in the future. So cool. Thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Nathan, so much for being a part of this, uh, especially so last minute. And while you're like still burnt out from the meetup. Yeah, thanks you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. Um and until next time. Your, your favorite, favorite, favorite coaster. 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 Uh, uh,